The TSW Roundtable is a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Head to StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Another episode of the TSW Roundtable. I am, once again, your moderator, Robert Cass. And uh, we got a great show for you tonight. Actually, we've uh, been able to make a little bit of a connection here. Because tonight, uh, what I'll do, I'll introduce my co-host for this evening first. It's his second appearance on the show. And uh, he's a, a fellow Canadian uh, just down the 401 Highway. I know that doesn't make a lot of sense to a lot of people, but it does to us. Um, Kyle from the Tumbling Saber. Hello, hello. Welcome back, Kyle. This is awesome. Thanks for having me. This is this is. There's no better way to spend a Sunday afternoon. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and and I appreciate it. I know you're like myself. You got a, a house full of little ones and and wives and summer stuff, and it's really hard to carve out an hour out of a Sunday afternoon. But we uh, we appreciate it. So uh, it's. Well, I was just like my my wife was. We're trying to like herd the cats out the door. Like go. They want to go to the splash pad, but they just like. Usually, when we're trying to get rid of them. They're they're or trying to keep them home. They want to leave. Yeah. Now we want them to leave. They want to stay home. Yes. It's, it's unbelievable. It's like they know. Oh, I know. I uh, mine is uh, seven and a half months, and she's just started. Well, I got a, a fourteen year old, and I have one that's seven and a half months. And I know, I know, I know. But anyways, <laughs> but, <laughs> so uh, my my baby just started crawled for the first time yesterday. So oh, wow. I'm I'm in trouble. And if you want to talk about hurting children, I'm starting that again so <laughs> but mm-hmm. hey it's all it was like one of those moments where it was like oh this is awesome oh no what have we done <laughs> <laughs> why did i do this why all right so uh without further ado uh i'm gonna introduce our uh, our newest knight from the uh, tumbling saber podcast uh, bradley would you like to say hello to everyone hello hello star wars fans yeah and uh welcome and you're calling uh you're Coming from where? I'm actually coming from Terrell, Texas. Um, it's about 30 miles east of Dallas, Texas. Okay. So if you know if you know where Dallas is at, you'll uh, you well, kind of have a. I'm a New York Giants fan, so I okay. I, I know of the Dallas area. <laughs> yes, quite well, I'm sure. Yes, yes, and for some reason we we have uh, Philadelphia, Washington, New York, and of course all the way down there, there's the Cowboys in the same division. So, <laughs> right, I've never understood that, but that's the way it's always way been. It so, but there you go. Okay, yes. well, we'll have to overcome that. We have to look over. Yes, to look past our differences here <laughs> and continue. It's okay. Kyle's a, a, a Miami Dolphins fan, so we can both laugh at him. Yes, you poor. Uh, oh man. Well, I know. You, I, you it, talk about a drought. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Well, you know that's. Well, at least he's he's seen it. Uh, I think our biggest joke, not to get off Star Wars, but I know us in the in the NFC East. That's a division in the NFL, and uh, the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants are in the same division. And mm-hmm. we always like to pick on Philadelphia because I think there's what is there twelve Lombardi trophies in the NFC East, and not one of them belongs to Philly. <laughs> right. So, right. Either way, Kyle, at least you got a couple Lombardies. It was 
way before your time, but you know, well before me, yes, and yes, I, I can't, I, I take no delight in laughing at anybody these days because I have to deal with Jay Cutler this season. Yes, yes, yes you do. <laughs> so and, I, I know our, our 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 listeners from uh, from across the pond. I know when I do the roundtable, sometimes I. I hijacked the show, and then it's like, wait a second, there's this is a bunch of North Americans on this show. What's going on here? Where are those <laughs> soothing, docile tones of the British accent? No, not here. Well, hey, at least you know if if two Canadians were going to segue from in a Star Wars podcast into sports, you would think it'd be hockey. I know, but you see, you see what I did there? <laughs> oh, hockey's right. coming, believe me. Yeah, we got that's a whole other story, but that's we'll save that for another roundtable. So uh, this is the gist of it. We uh, what, This is what we like to do. If you haven't heard the roundtable before, we like to take uh, podcast hosts from the Star Wars Commonwealth Network, and uh, and we like to take podcast listeners from the Star Wars Commonwealth Network and get them on the show and get them a chance to podcast. So here we are. Uh, what I usually do, I usually ask one of uh, the listener that's joining us to arm themselves with a question or two. So Bradley, do you have a question you wanted to pass around the roundtable? Um, yeah, I guess I, I have several questions. Actually, okay. the, the, the topic I came with today in light of what's happened this past week is Kenobi and, um, you know, the, the confirmation of that movie, uh, that it's going to be made this, uh, that it's actually going to, you know, come to fruition. And so I have several questions that kind of go along those lines. Okay. Well, what's what's your first what's your first question to start it off? So my first one is: um, Are you kind of surprised about the announcement of this movie actually being made coming out at this time? Okay, Kyle, what do you think? Um, well, I'm Lucasfilm hasn't said anything yet, right? So I think who broke the story? Was it the Hollywood Reporter? Was it Variety? I, I I think it was one of the two. I think it was because of the who's who are they looking at the director, Stephen Dal Daldry. Yeah, and I think it's leaking out through him. But either way, it's, it looks like it's on the horizon now. It's not official right. as of this recording. But but Kyle, what do you think? You think you think it's? Just... Uh, I I'm. I guess well, Lucasfilm will always reserve the right to release that news when they see fit, uh, when it's most advantageous to them. Uh, I don't, and I don't know when that announcement would be coming. I would think that if the news is accurate, and the Hollywood Reporter and Variety are both two legitimate news sources, so mm -hmm. if they're correct, then I would think that Lucasfilm has now got to accelerate the news machine and and think about putting this out officially sooner than later. Uh, but as far as as this movie being the first to in this kind of second wave, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not shocked at all. I, th I think. I would have put all my, my chips in the middle of the table uh, on, on Kenobi being the next standalone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as the timing, I think maybe this was set to be announced a little earlier. But in, in, uh, in the wake of the Han Solo director change up, the musical chairs they had going on there and the juggling they had to do. And because they kind of just put their hands in the air and said, OK, um, with the, the D, what is there, the Disney con they have what is it called the d23 uh, d23 yeah mm -hmm. and of course san diego comic-con rolled around and nothing happened so i think i i just i just think it they they had something planned but then okay no now we have to back it up 
I think they would have been by now. They would have been ready to announce because they would have had the teaser trailers for Han Solo. They would have had a whole bunch of other news, and uh, you know, I mean, it just, it just, I think it skewed their timeline a little bit. And now, because the stuff has been simmering, if it's sitting there simmering on the stove, we all know something is going to leak eventually, like to somebody. Right. Well, yeah. Or, I mean, to take to take some football terminology, it, it's only a matter of time before a receiver will break loose from his coverage, right? So the right, same exactly. thing. You can make the same parallel here that if there's legitimate news done confirmed it's only a matter of time before it leaks out yeah 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 go ahead bradley i i honestly expected to hear um some kind of confirmation after the last jedi came out so like somewhere around the first of the year was my personal belief you know that that's when something was actually going to be announced and so um i was unaware that um that it hasn't been officially announced by lucas yet because i was looking for that but i never saw any um, confirmation there and so what do you think about kenobi being the next one to come along um okay so me and my me and my brother-in-law kind of have gone back and forth on what the next what the third standalone movie was going to be he's always thought that it was going to be about Boba Fett, where I was like, no, I think a, a Kenobi movie would actually be a better movie um, to come out. Now, as I'm saying that, I think it's more of my personal opinion. Um, I'm not too sure what you're going to do with a Kenobi movie, where if you have a Boba Fett movie, you can kind of go, you know, the, the sky's the limit in a sense on what you could do, what kind of story you could have. Um, your timeline with a Konomi movie, you're pretty much set to um, a, a, a certain date in a sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. Especially, we learned that from the prequels. You can't, uh, we have Kenobi. We see where he starts off when he's a Padawan and he's with, with Qui-Gon. And then we see his death with Darth Vader. So we're kind of, we're kind of roped into having this, we're limited on what they can tell, but I still, I, I'm still looking forward to some, whatever story they can come up with. Do you think they're gonna kind of go along the same lines as the the book that's now Legends? Kyle, do you think they're you think they're gonna have them in the desert on on in tat on Tatooine, waiting for Luke to grow up, or you think they'll try somewhere else? I've always been of the mind that he's he wouldn't leave. He would not leave Tatooine unless it was the most important of reasons. Like in my mind, when when Leia shows up in A New Hope, her hologram that is, that's the reason to get him off Tatooine. Yeah, something that important. Otherwise, he's not going anywhere. So I I think in my mind, and I don't know if this is my preference or if just where my head is at. Uh, I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think he would leave whatsoever. So yeah, a, a Kenobi spinoff would be completely centered on Tatooine, um, for better or worse. Do you think they uh, would? They, they you don't. I don't think they dare go make a younger Kenobi like pre Phantom Menace. Bradley, do you think they'll they would touch on something like that, or that's just not interesting any, to anybody? Well, that you know that was something I thought about um, yesterday when I was talking of you know when I was writing my question down. I was like. You know, is it? Do they have Ewan McGregor coming back, reprising his role as Obi Wan Kenobi, or do you, you know, go to a different time period and you have a completely different uh, character playing Obi Wan? I mean, 
I don't think they're opposed or shy about doing that because they're having a completely new character reprising the role as Han Solo. And so um, if you did go into, if, if you did create a, a movie, an Obi-Wan movie where you did have a different time period, um, now you kind of open up your story, your plot. You could have, um, you know, you, you have choices in a sense. With with the time period of him being on Tatooine, I mean, you're you're pretty much you know pigeonholed to um, a desert planet and and not much else. Um, I, you know, it's what these guys can come up with. Can they come up with a a, uh, a storyline that's away from the planet that's kind of um, going parallel with Obi Wan? Yeah, like I, know you know, exactly I don't know. Saying. Like a like a B. Like they use it on television series all the time. They have a B story going on. And they could, they'd have to do that off-world. Like, there has to be... It just visually, too. Like, um, remember Force Awakens when we're on Jakku, and then all of a sudden they go to Maz's castle, and it's like... And even we see it in Ray's expression. It's just, oh my gosh, like, look at the color. Look at the water. Look at the... It's... It, 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 it visually wakes you in the movie. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, we're here. We're moving along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I always thought an, an Obi-Wan movie would... in You know, in the between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope would always be sort of a um, Lawrence of Arabia type. And I think that's the movie. You know, yeah. Star Wars always runs between, what, two hours, 220, something like that. This would be a movie for me that instead of dragging it out into two movies or uh, like an Obi-Wan trilogy, make it like a three-hour epic, like Lawrence of Arabia type thing. Yeah. And th- that movie was shot almost entirely in a, in a desert and turned out pretty well for that movie. So... um I, you know, as much as it would be a little bit, um, I guess, monotonous visually and, and moving away from Star, like what Star Wars normally does, which is mix up the environments and keep you visually in the game. Right. A whole movie on Tatooine might start to wear on you a bit, but I think that's the point. I think it, or it could help serve the point mm-hmm. that here's Obi-Wan <clears throat> in this desert world on glorified babysitting duty. <laughs> and yeah, the the weight of the world, the heat, the 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 you know the environment just wears on him. Like he looks old in A New Hope, and he's you know by by the book by canon, he's not that old. He's no, well, like, that's standing in there like you know, look how bad we look when we sit in the sun too much. Like they got two suns. Exactly, you get sand. <laughs> yeah. You know, getting sandblasted for decades might yeah, do that right. to a guy. His his environment has has aged him quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know. I I uh, do I like Obi Wan movie? Yeah. Like, what else are you gonna give me that I'm gonna go? Ooh, that sounds better. Now, now, one thing about why I'm intrigued about an Obi Wan movie is because there's the potential for, um, you know, Qui Gon Jinn being in the picture, and him talking to Qui Gon Jinn. Um, I think that would be uh, real interesting. Um, you know, addition oh, to sure. the story. I think if you went that route, you'd almost have to have Ewan McGregor and uh, um, and uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson. Yeah, like yeah. it's. Uh, I know we get too married to whoever's p- portraying characters. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember even when it came down to Rebels, when Twin Sons came out, and they didn't have uh, Arnold James Arnold Taylor voicing Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Who did they get? 
shoot. It was it was Stephen Stanton. Yeah, exactly. But he did mm-hmm. an F unbelievable oh, job. Yes. Like going up to it, I'm like, wait a second. Hey, no, the animated Obi Wan is James Arnold Taylor. How could he not even get a phone call? And then in my head, I'm making a silent protest, going like, oh wow, this is ridiculous. And then I heard Stephen Stanton's, and I was like, oh, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> like he, yeah, yeah. He nailed, nailed he, Alec Guinness. He did. It was it was perfect. Right. So I think going into these things, we we're, we take them a little too like we hold them too close to the chest, and then we're like, no, I don't like the idea. And then you see it, I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. You know, that works. We get over it. Yeah, you got you got to be ready with your divorce papers for your headcanon at any moment. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so other than that, is is there something else you wanted to add to the Kenobi, Brad? No, that's probably that's probably about it. Hash until it all over. yeah, I guess until we we actually have a confirmation, um, you know, I guess a, an official confirmation. That's probably. Yeah. That's probably about it. No, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. So, um, you know what I'm going to do, do? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Do you, I mean, do you think, I mean, y'all kind of talked about it. Do you, so do you think that an official announcement's going to be coming out before The Last Jedi comes out? Officially, I think now they, they can't avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're if, thinking, if what they're saying is true, then yeah, I think that's, it's got to be coming in the next, uh, bef- yeah, but I would say before. Before the, October. the final trailer, yeah, before the trailer for The Last Jedi comes, which I think is go- going to be in October, uh, I think, yeah, they've, they've got to get in front of that and announce it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely, and especially if this is a, an actual legitimate leak. I mean, or, you never know, we could just be chasing our tails, like, and just high hopes, and maybe because of the lack of news, there's news that was being created. Well, you, you know, I think maybe you're you're getting close to the point here. Maybe Stephen Daldry thinks he's in in the driver's seat, and maybe he's trying to force Lucasfilm's hand a little bit by if he's the guy that is maybe leaking this news, then maybe he's trying to pressure Lucasfilm into making that announcement to confirm him before uh, before they move on to somebody else. Yeah, which would be very dirty because nobody, no organization <laughs> likes to have their hand forced that way. So no, especially. Right. Yeah. Especially like Lucasfilm and Disney, like you don't go after the mouse like that. Like, come on, no, it's a bad, bad move, and it, yeah. it might blow up in his face. So, yeah, I want to say that this is going to happen, but until until the House of Mouse or Lucasfilm issues that press release, or until we see it on the Star Wars show or whatever, something official. Yeah, I'm I'm going with it. I'm pre- you know we're all here doing our, our shows, and yeah, we're it sounds like. Stephen Daldry's the guy, and Obi Wan is coming, for sure. It's on the slate, on the horizon. But I, I just want that official confirmation. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's and, and like I said, I think it's because of the musical chairs and the director's chairs they had with Han Solo and the bad press. They don't want to. Oh, look at oh, they're having problems. They can't get this together. And and I remember everybody last last year, but he's panicking about the reshoots for Rogue One. Like, and that one Darth Vader scene where he went full Vader on the Rebels. That was a reshoot. <laughs> so I, I trust him. Like, you got it. Like, you mean, like, obviously they know, they know what they're doing. Like, yeah, they, they, I think they've got this covered. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we, we haven't been disappointed yet. No, no, no. I, and I, I know um, there's been issues. I mean, people have issues with Force Awakens and it was a rehash of this and this, but they literally had, 
they had they literally i know they won't admit it but they had a a list and they had to check all the boxes and they did it and they did it well extremely well you mean could they if they didn't feel like they had to appeal to the older generation they could have leaned it a different way and maybe made it a better film or vice versa if they didn't have to appeal to rope in the new generation they could have went full-on ot and then Mm -hmm. made something like a new story but with all our old characters and have luke in the full thing and but no they they're doing a great job i I trust them so i haven't seen anything bad yet so we'll we'll wait (laughs) and i'm and i'm hoping the the next movie and episode nine um will kind of complete that trilogy in a sense and actually uh help the force awaken to uh, be in a sense more of an appreciated movie yeah absolutely um, okay, well, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, I don't usually get to, but on this round table, because we got a, we got a, a smaller table today, um, I actually had a, a question, something I wanted to throw in. Um, as far as the, uh, the Last Jedi and the Episode 9 that's, that's currently in development, uh, do you think, now I know everybody's bantering around, what are they going to do with Leia? What can they do with Leia? What's, what's their options with Leia? Is it at all, you know how the directors asked, like, uh, I know Ryan Johnson asked J.J. Abrams, oh, could you include R2-D2 when he goes to see Luke at the end of the movie instead of BB-8? Can you, you know, they make, they they do, they're in conversation. They do know the basic story plot that's coming, Mm -hmm. right? Is it, is it at all possible that Leia has already shot some scenes for episode nine? Like, say if they're on location and they got everybody there and they go, okay, yes, we know she's going to leave the series or pass away or whatever she's got going on kind of like uh uh okay well i would take it way back remember back to the future remember all the scenes with marty's girlfriend mm-hmm. she was in back to the future two and three but they she filmed everything all at once kind of right. thing because they were in the location and they had her and they had this and they had that and is it possible that like so she only had to, she didn't have to show up for the second movie to shoot that because she was already done it was already in the can is it possible that they did something similar with Carrie Fisher and just didn't realize? You mean like maybe they maybe they can use all that footage now in Episode Eight instead of tying her over to Episode Nine? Like, do you, I, I, do you understand what I'm getting at? Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's possible. Um, you know, from the from the conversation, uh, like what Kyle and um, and uh, James and uh, uh, I'm going blank here. Corey? Corey? <laughs> yeah. Corey. Corey don't goes blank Corey too, I, so it's Don't okay. tell Corey I forgot his name. <laughs> anyway, uh, from y'all's conversation on y'all's podcast, you know, y'all talked about um, how Leia um, supposedly was going to have uh, a bigger role in Episode Nine, Right. Um, and so I, I think it's possible that they could have filmed some of those shots um, saying, since we're here, since, you know, uh, we've got everything in place, let's go ahead and, and get this shot. Yeah. Um, especially if they, if they've already talked to the director of nine and possibly already have kind of a story in place there. Um, I could see them going ahead and, and, and doing those shots. Do yeah. I think that's what happened? Uh, my gut feeling tells me they didn't do anything like that. Yeah, I I don't I don't I don't suspect it, but it's like I'm saying if they have a couple of scenes 
um, if they're if they're kind of piecing everything together. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's if the if what they're saying is they're not changing her storyline. She we know Carrie Fisher isn't with us, and they're not using a CGI or replacing the actor, and they don't have to film anything more. But nothing's changed since the news of her death. Like it just seems a little. You know what I mean? It's just I know. A little, it's a little odd. It's a lot. And, and and maybe maybe they them, um, not panicking is because they do have those shots. Exactly. Like I said, I, I understand they they might have wanted to go more, obviously, or go deeper and get different. But maybe just because I know each director says no, they write the movie on their own and they don't. But there is an overall story arc. We know there is. They don't. Right. Disney film just doesn't go. Here's the ending to the trilogy. It's completely up to you. We trust you 100. percent No, they would never. Like there's, <laughs> like it's impossible. Like, mm-hmm. um, I understand if they told Ryan Johnson, we have to, you have to get our characters from here to here, and what you do in be- in between is up to you. But you can't stray from these points. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if they had a few things in the can for episode nine or. You mean, like I said, and I know it's Disney and Lucasfilm and they have almost an unlimited budget, but if they have all the characters on a certain planet in a certain situation and the crew's there, right. they're still not, they're not going to burn money. If they can take right. the shot, if they take the shot they need, they're going to take it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're saving money in a of sense course. by yeah, doing that. Absolutely. So uh, you think at the end of Force Awakens that they already knew what the end result was going to be. Oh, they, I'm sure they have a, uh, an overall arc. Mm-hmm. They, they have to, like, they can't just be like, here's our movie. Oh, this is weird. Now the way we do, Ooh, like you're, you know what I mean? It just seems, you mean, they knew, they probably knew going in. Okay. Harrison Ford's probably not going to want to stick with us for the trilogy. Let's get him out. And they did. And they did it great. Uh, I think they knew what they wanted to do with, with Luke. And I think in the Ray and Kylo and everything else. And then, they have their arc mm-hmm. and all the other characters involved like Finn and Phasma. You mean it's like all this other stuff is going to be like the stuff they can play with. Right. You mean, okay, Kyle, what do you think? Is there any chance they got a few scenes in the can with Carrie Fisher already? And that's why they're not too panicked about what's going on. It is possible. Sure. It, it's possible. Uh, although we, you know, we have to consider that, Considering the, the the rewrites that have that have happened, what good are the scenes that they may have already captured? I don't know if they'd still fit. You know, maybe they can somehow make it fit through digital trickery or uh, some tricky editing. I'm not sure. I, but yes, I mean, I, I'm not a movie maker. Far from it. So uh, who am I to say it's not possible? Right. You know, we've we've been told ad nauseum that. Carrie Fisher was supposed to, like, episode nine was going to be her film, is what Kathleen Kennedy said. So, in my mind, Leia survives eight. She was going to be prominent in nine. Uh, So, yes, I mean, they could have captured whatever it is they wanted from her uh, to use in nine and just said, okay, Carrie, you're actually done. But I don't think that seems fitting, does it? Like, this is Carrie Fisher we're talking about. You're not going to just say, Leia, Carrie, we've got what we need from you. Yes, you'll be in nine, but we don't need you as part yeah. of this production. It nope. seems it seems an unsavory way to treat somebody who's who's been there since the start. Oh, absolutely, no, no. What what I was more thinking of maybe they had the proper just enough scenes 
You mean like uh, a deathbed scene or something? You mean it just so happened that production-wise that her demise or her leaving the saga was, okay, we'll grab those shots now and then don't worry, you're going to have a whole movie leading up to it. You mean like maybe there's something, maybe, it just it doesn't seem like, like I, like I said earlier, if, they are, if they're not replacing the actor and they're, she, and they're not changing the story and they have everything they need like why that just seems weird i don't know maybe they're just you mean running around in circles yeah, I mean, trying to this figure just out. has made such a huge huge mess yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> well I, no, I i think i, I think I, do you guys believe that han luke and leia were all set to die in these in this trilogy because i personally don't i think of all of those three i think leia would have survived nine and would have gone on you know to do whatever destiny like she she's not involved in with the jedi and the force uh, so she doesn't have to resolve her story that way she could have just like any politician rode off into the sunset she didn't have she didn't necessarily have to die on the job you know what i mean mm-hmm. so if they defeated the empire and she goes on to politics she gets out of politics she starts the resistance she defeats the first order you know she, no i don't think anyone would have blamed her at that point if she had just said i'm done i'm out but now that Carrie Fisher is gone, it's forced. I, I, you know, they've had to take a good hard look at episode nine, and I, I don't, I can't see them. You know, uh, you know, in my mind, with Carrie Fisher surviving eight, and I, I, I happen to believe that Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, is going to survive eight as well. It would be a heck of a downer for the yeah. conclusion of the trilogy to kill off Luke and Leia. I think that's too heavy for, for the story, for fans to swallow. So. I wonder if this whole rewrite has, you know, obviously it's going to see the end of Leia, but maybe Luke is the one that comes out of this now, which is not originally, surely what they originally not, didn't plan. But I wonder if that's the, the eventual outcome now. Yeah, I can almost I can almost see Luke showing up and say if they have another trilogy after this. Obviously, they're making billions. So but they can, and I know it's like, oh, we don't we don't want it to be a fast and the furious thing or a transformers thing where they're just oh here we go we got 14 more coming like no 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 like they're gonna take a look at what they got but maybe the next trilogy is like 50 years down the line and then we bump into luke almost like a yoda character not the same thing not on dagobah but have him come in in the old makeup and just be all elderly and like oh my god look it's luke and he he doesn't have to show up in the first of the three movie he can show up in like the third movie of the third trilogy or you know, or the fourth trilogy at that time. Like he can, they could shoehorn him in later to make it like a little, Oh, look at that. That's an Easter egg for the old fans type thing. But I honestly, right. I, I, go ahead, Bradley. Yeah. I'm one of those that, uh, have believed that Luke would make it through the, through this trilogy. Like I, I don't feel like they were going to kill off his character at any point. Um, and like Kyle was saying, now that that Leia's character is going to be gone at some point, now I'm almost 100% sure that the Luke character is going to survive this trilogy. Yeah, it's almost like if they killed everybody off, it would be almost like they, they're forcing the Star Wars fans' hand to, okay, you're getting the new cast now. Like they're forcing the baton. You mean to us older fans, they're going, okay, you can't have this anymore. Like, this is, you, if you're going to like it, you better like the new stuff because, okay, we've done, we've, we've done our service to you guys. Now we're going to service the, the younger fans. It would just seem too much like, 
if they killed off uh, one of the big three in every movie, then it's like, well, okay, this is well, this, this horrible. Like, <laughs> Uh, at least it's pal- well, not palatable, but it, it's digestible that way. If you know, if if Luke were to die in eight and Leia in nine, or you know, reverse that, at least that way, there's you know, it's it's not too much at once. But mm-hmm. you know, if if you had if killing Luke and Leia in Episode nine, to yeah. me is, oh, that's that's yeah. It's like I can't wait for the next trilogy. <laughs> it's like what? And I think if Luke were to die in this trilogy, it would be at the very end of episode nine. Like, like he would do something that would, uh, I have no idea. Yes. That's, that saves everybody, you know, that, that kind of, that kind of ending. Yeah. Well, well, like we've all said many times, if there's ever a friend, if there's been a franchise where death is not, does not prevent a character from, from, remaining part of the story it's star wars yeah but it, but there is a distinction yeah. to be made between <clears throat> here's the character in the flesh and there's this force ghost like we still react to seeing somebody get run through with a lightsaber like that character yeah. dies yes their spirit lives on and their essence is still around but there's i, I think there's, there's a, a clear delineation between the protein form of that character yeah and the ethereal one mm-hmm. oh absolutely yeah there's <laughs> You, there's no other way around it. You can't. You you, you can't. I think Obi Wan did it best when he popped back and Yoda dies, and then Luke leaves his little hut, and then there's Obi Wan walking around the corner. Hey, Luke. Oh, hey. Right. I mean, it's just like <laughs> what? That's a little too casual to see. You just saw a ghost. It, I don't expect a Scooby Doo reaction like ghost. Like, but come on. Like this is this is kind of amazing. Well, do you think we're going to see ghosts like that in episode eight or episode nine? Uh, I do. Do, do so? you really? Uh, uh, Force ghosts? I think, yeah. I think. Yeah. And who's um, it going to be? If Yoda. you had to choose, if you had to just throw a guess, what is it going to be an Yoda. unknown Yoda? Yeah. Wow. <sighs> and, it, and it's not, and it's not Obi-Wan because um, obviously Al Guinness is with, not with us. And so. Um, yeah, unless they unless they CG'd him, I guess they could do. And force ghosting a CG like CG force ghost would be would be easy. easier on them. Yeah, it'd be easy. Or well, would they would they doll up Ewan? Would they would they age up Ewan? Yeah, of course. And say, well, you know, whatever. It's mm-hmm. you know, Ewan, Alec Guinness, like, well, whatever. You know, just just suspend your disbelief. I guess I, he I probably could pull do. it off. Or we've already heard as Ewan's voice in the Force Awakens, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or well, yeah, but we heard Kevin Smith's voice in Force Awakens, so I'm not. <laughs> I mean, that was a, that was that was a. Oh, hey, Star Wars is back! And the phone rang off the hook, and JJ Abrams <laughs> put everybody in it. So I believe I'm not taking all that to heart. I'm not. You know, I don't need a standalone Kevin Smith, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, sitting on the the Death Stars. You mean selling their wares? You mean like I don't? Yeah, you know, like I said, I'd watch that. Oh, I, I watched the hell out of it. I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> Okay, so um, I don't know. Maybe do you think maybe we can have an Anakin come back and be like, go to Kylo and be like, what are you doing? Like, you mean like, no, like, like this is not the path. Well, that, that's a very interesting question. I've had I've thought about that a lot, and uh, I think you know from the, all the EW stuff that dropped last week, the the Bresna bomb, as I call it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
he had mentioned in the Kylo Ren piece that he's gone full dark side now. Now, right. I don't know if that prevents him from seeing Force ghosts, because we, we now know that Sith cannot see Force ghosts. They, it just doesn't work that way for them. Uh, so if, if, his, if Anakin had ever visited Kylo, yeah, it, it had to have been in the past. Maybe when, when Kylo had started to fall to the dark side, you, you got to think at some it really should have happened at some point where Anakin comes knocking on his door and saying, hey, uh, Ben, yeah. all this worship of me and this dark half of myself, maybe park that. That's, that's, I really made a big mistake. I thought I was in the right. I goofed. So take it from me. Don't yeah. go down this road. And it's not like somebody on Endor just found his smoldering helmet and took it and then started worshiping it and being like you know I mean like just from an outsider's looking in oh this is the Darth Vader and has no clue about the entire Skywalker story is just hey this is the big boss of that thing that blew up in the sky and now I'm going to worship this is this is this is his grandson so you mean there's a connection there there's a you mean, I, I can understand if a force ghost isn't going to come back and talk to everybody that has a spiritual experience. Like, hey, who are you? I'm Yoda. Um, yeah, stop that. You're going down the wrong path. <laughs> oh, hang on. I got to go to I got to go to this other system because there's somebody else going down the wrong path. I no, But right. because they're actually related. You know, like I can see it like, uh, I don't know. Do, do we want it? Do we want Vader back in? In a gorse, 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 uh, force ghost form. Like I, I don't. I think. So. Go ahead, Brad. I don't. I don't think. Um, it, it would be neat to see it, but I don't think we we have to see that. And and um, I don't. I don't actually believe that we will see an Anakin force ghost. Um, to to kind of go back to the the, you know, finding Vader's mask on Endor. Um, you know, I'm intrigued on how, how did he come about the helmet? Yeah. Um, you know, where did that come from? What relic hunter found that? And then, you know, how did, how did he, uh, you know, Ben come to own it? Um, I, I don't believe that he's ever seen Anakin's force ghost at all, because I believe if he had seen Anakin's force ghost and Anakin, like like you're saying, Kyle actually said, "Hey, that's not the dark side is not the way," um, and would have pleaded to him to to not succumb to the dark side. I think that would have resonated a lot more with Ben more than Snoke, um, you know, drawing him off sides to the dark side. So right. I don't think another that football, ever another one, another drama false. <laughs> More football terminology. I love it. Right. Oh, hey, I, I'm I'm a football ref up here in well, you know, like the American Canadian style football ref in in here in Canada. So I can I can talk that all day. That's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a flag right in the other room here. If you want me to throw it, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Except I don't I, I don't know Bradley if you'd recognize it. It's a big bright orange flags we have up here in Canada. Okay. We don't use yellow flags. Okay. <laughs> no difference. The same thing. It's a penalty. But anyway, we're. Fear enough, of course. <laughs> so, um, Force Ghosts in this continuing trilogy. I don't know how we got here, but we got here. Uh, what do you think? So, Kyle, Vader yes, Vader no? Uh, well, definitely no Vader. No uh, Vader? Anakin, no Vader. Or do you because. mean Anakin? Or do you mean Anakin? Uh, there's, it can, that's the second. That's two, I, I will split him. 
So Vader on no. its own. No. Anakin? No Vader. I, I will echo what Bradley said. It, it would be nice to see, but I can't see. I, I would imagine Hayden Christensen reprises the role. Yes. I can't see young Hayden Christensen dishing out wisdom. Maybe to Kylo Ren that works, but Hayden Christensen doling out wisdom to Mark Hamill as his son. Yeah. That that visually that's weird. The young man telling his son who's the old man, like that's a little too interstellar for me, you know? Well, that's um, just it. It looks like if you had Hayden Christensen and Adam Driver, it would, be, it would look like a bro down. Like it would be like you know, right. it wouldn't look like grandfather grandson. It would just it would seem too weird. I think. It, it, yeah. So now it, that you're now that you're saying it out loud, I, definitely it's not going to happen. No. So um, if that you, sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, so we're all sitting around the table and we got to push our chips in and we think and then uh, are we putting our money on Yoda if we have yes. if we have to. Yes, you know I mean? we, all my money on Yoda. All my money on Yoda. Yeah, I like it. And again, easier to do, easier to set up. And it's easy. you can just dust off his old <laughs> his Jedi Muppet. Well, and we <laughs> say this with the, with the prior knowledge of knowing that MSW had a report. Boy, it's an old report now uh, that Frank Oz was in London. Yeah, I think right. at Pinewood, doing like on business. He was not there just to hang out. Like he was doing something and. What else could it be? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's just, but hey, you never, again, I don't know. With the, with the, see, with these Star Wars movies, again, that's when I got back to the, oh, look at it, it's Kevin Smith. He's voicing a voice, or uh, Simon Pegg was in the movie. It just seems, it's just, oh, this huge reunion thing. Everybody wants to be on the set. Everybody, like, look at, like, Daniel Craig being a stormtrooper for three lines. Like, you would if I had the best script in the world, I couldn't approach Daniel Craig and say, "You want to be in my movie for three lines?" It would be like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> it's because it's Star Wars. Now, right. as Frank Frank Oz, he he could just as easily went back to the set just to catch up with Lawrence Kasdan and just hang out. And oh, look at hey, I'm walking on the Millennium Falcon again. Ooh, this is cool. Like you know I mean, like it could it, be yeah, that. it could be puppet work for some <laughs> other yeah. You know, and he's Frank Oz. He can. I'm sure it's like if he hit the buzzer at the studio be like yeah it's frank oz yeah come on in like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah you roll out the carpet for that guy yeah of course yeah along with the force ghost do you think there's a possibility that we might see um orbs to go along with that because hasn't hasn't there been rumors that there that there's orbs involved here kind of, of like it, um the holocrons no like the um i'm trying to think in rebels I think it was in season season seven. Um, where oh, Clone Wars. Clone Wars, yes. Both. Thank you. They may have been have in both, been actually. In both? Yeah, well, and definitely Yoda. Clone Wars for sure. Clone Wars uh, in the the I think it was the Dagobah arc with Yoda, correct? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And maybe they showed up in in Rebels as well with Kanan or Ezra, but yeah, those little glowy force for, I think we've heard a rumor of those somehow being a part of this. Kyle, do you think the orbs can make an appearance? And if so, what impact are they going to have on the movie? Uh, I think those would be served up for Ray as part of her training to lead her into some kind of vision or seance of some kind, right. uh, leading her down a path where she has to come to some sort of realization or yeah. trial if, if, as it were. Um, I don't. I don't think they'd play that major a role in terms of screen time. No, do you but I think, think the impact be, they have. You think it'd be like an Easter egg, maybe? 
for us, anybody that has watched the Clone Wars, like, oh, hey, I know what that is. Like, be not significant. Maybe a glorified, yeah. Yeah, not significant, but significant enough to be like, oh, hey, that's a, I see where this is going now. Maybe just, it kind of tips the hand that you're going to get the answer in 10 minutes, but anybody that's seen the Clone Wars is going to see it right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could, kind I of could see it. Yeah, I've, you know the movie Brave, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind the of like the, yeah, the Wisp. Kind of, kind of the same thing happening. Maybe the orbs show up and kind of lead her um, into the cave or, or something like that, and and then um, and then that's when the the Force Ghost Yoda pops up, you know. And, yes. And then you could, and then maybe you only have one Force Ghost, but the other orbs are are speaking. Maybe they're they are the other. Um, some other Jedi that, you know, have existed, um, but they're not in the ghost form, but yet they still are um, alive in the in the spiritual world, in a sense. Yeah. Ooh, how, about, how about this, guys? Oh, okay. How about this for a curveball? <laughs> We're all kind of, we've all got one eyebrow arched at Luke in this movie, correct? Right. Like, we don't know what's mm-hmm. up with him. So what if these orbs show up? And you know, Luke says, "Oh, there! You know, you need to go where these lead you." And so Ray goes, and like Bradley just said, they lead us to Yoda, and Yoda pops up and says, "Tells Ray that Skywalker guy is not all he seems, and like he's keep watch out for him." <laughs> yeah. And now we're going, "Whoa, what? What's going on?" Like Yoda has just kicked dirt on Luke. What are we to believe here? Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Yeah, that'd be something. That would be. That'd be pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, I just want to be the listeners can't hear, but I'm actually grinning ear to ear. I love it. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, okay, now I can actually. Because I think, as I know, all of us were all uh, uh, Kyle. I believe we're in our forties or almost in our forties. Or I'm getting there. <laughs> You're getting there, right? So yeah, but we're pretty close. We're in the. We're I'm in the ball. within. I'm within the year. You can. You can smell it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think for guys our age, I think. Like we're always looking to tie it into something. We're always looking. I'm. I know with me. I'm like, hmm. How does that tie into that? And how does that make sense with this? And how? And like, sometimes maybe a good M Night Shyamalan twist would just be, oh my, yeah, like you said, Kyle. Like just like Yoda going, yeah, no, don't trust Luke. Mm-hmm. Credits. You mean? <laughs> like, I think it'd be great. Like, huh. you know, it's it goes against everything we've seen, but. As far as storytelling goes, I think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah, I think it would work definitely because we don't, we really don't know where Luke's and, head is. And you'd get the Empire ending, where it doesn't end, where everything's hunky dory, happy, and it's you're not gonna, it won't be Empire, but you'll get that melancholy feeling going on to the next one, going like, whoa, what's going on here? Like, why? Yeah. Is, why is this happening? Yeah, I, th- I think either way we're going to get that kind of ending for yeah. sure. Yeah. Awesome. I like it. Cool. So um, there you go. I uh, it, This is uh, we're, there's just the three of us, so we're going to cut it a little bit shorter this, this month. But uh, again, Bradley, what do you think? Pretty easy? Star Wars, Star Wars podcasting? Is it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, this is this is my first time, obviously, and so um, I enjoyed it. It kind of flew by pretty quick, but 
it, it would always, love to do this again. Yeah, it always does. Well, you know, you know where to yeah. find us. And I, again, every month I'm always on the lookout. Usually, I like to spread out. If you're on one month, obviously, you I mean we like to wait a couple of episodes for they're back on. But yeah, we're getting to the point right. now where we're Kyle. This is your second time on the roundtable. Yeah, and it's nice because uh, I I really I really appreciate being able to play in the Talk Star Wars sandbox, and I love getting a chance to. I know I hear, Bradley, I hear your questions every week on Tumbling Saber. Mm-hmm. And now when you come on this show and I get to go, oh, look, Kyle, meet Bradley. Bradley, Kyle. <laughs> it's it's very it's <laughs> very cool for me to be a, a listener and a fan of a show and then to be like, hey, I'm gonna, yeah, well, I got a show. I'll get those two together and we'll see what you mean. Get some conversation going. So it's really, I, I really, really enjoy having... Everybody from all over the network, and especially all the listeners, it's it's a lot of fun because I'm like you, Bradley. I'm a listener of all these shows, and I enjoy getting a chance to come on once a month and you know I've, I geek out. I don't mean that in the derogatory sense. I mean that in the awesome sense too. Really, right. like really, really digest Star Wars. So, um, do you have anything uh, you're doing on your own, Bradley? Do you have anything uh, you got going or a Twitter account you want people to follow or something you got? No, they can just follow me at uh, Bradley W. Hall on Twitter. Um, that's really the only social media that uh, that I'm on. Um, I don't do Facebook or or. Um, oh, there's lots do, of Grams and Instagrams and chats. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. MySpace, right? MySpace, yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. Yes. Don't I don't you? do it. <laughs> hey, just yeah, one no. thing: if, if people are going to follow Bradley, ask him to see his Star Wars art. Okay. Awesome. I'm not going to yeah. let him get away, get off the air here without having mentioned that. Awesome. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. <laughs> so uh, this is where I turn it to Kyle. Kyle, let everybody know where they can find all your uh, Star Wars goodness. Uh, well, uh, tumblingsaber.com is where it's all at. Uh, otherwise, Tumbling Saber also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And a little plug for my little brother, Chop Rules with a, what Z- should I say? Zed. Well, we'd say Zed. Bradley, you we can should- say Z. Actually, I would say Zed. I would say Zed as well because my dad, um, he's a ham radio operator, and that's the way he would say Z. So he would be WB5KZO is what he would how he would pronounce his call sign. So yeah, and not to get not to get off the goodbyes here, but we uh, I'm have you guys seen Kevin Smith's yoga hosers where they have the the convenience store and it's called A to Z and he spells it E H two Z E D because he's doing it the American way, but like I'm like I, I wanted to tweet him and say Zed. Yeah, you just have to put the one letter. You don't have to spell it out. That's we would say it that way. Right. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to spell it. Right. Z E D. This is Corey's legacy. He should be proud of that. There we go. Like A Z just he's, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, chop rolls with a Z. No, I get it. I understand why. <laughs> I, I actually, when he says his name on there, I say it with him just as loud. So I, I love his name. Well, I had him on, I think it was two months ago. He, he popped on the round table. And of course, when we were doing the sign off a little bit there, I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm going to have it. I'm going to have that sound bite. And there it is. <laughs> captured, <laughs> captured forever. So other than that, Kyle, uh, we, you want to tell everybody else what you're doing with the, uh, you have the Journals of the Willing, don't you? We have Journals of the Willing uh, with, with my other podcast partner, Stephen, and we, we 
every couple of weeks we sit down, we break down whatever we're reading, whether that's comics. Lately, it's been more comics than novels. We, we kind of took a break from the novels just because. And there's also a, slow, a whole slew of them coming in a couple <clears throat> yeah. weeks. So we'll undoubtedly delve back into novels. But yeah, we do Journals of the Willing. And um, we also do Sith Disturbers. And that is, is soon going underground as part of our uh, Patreon program. That's going to be sort of the, the exclusive podcast for our supporters. So nice. that's, where, that's where we typically uh, let our hair down and uh, <laughs> what little hair we, we have up here. Yeah, so I'll and, hear you. Um, <laughs> well, you got more than us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel sorry for you. No. Yeah, so I, I'm being very insensitive to you guys. Awesome. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's great. That's it, yeah. We just, we just kind of let loose all the other random babblings and and bad words that we have in our minds that don't come out in tumbling saber they go on sith disturbers all right uh, bradley you do have you wanted to jump in i do have one thing and um i hope kyle doesn't mind me saying this um if you would like for me to sing you a birthday song a personalized birthday song i would be more than happy to do that and all you have to do is just uh actually shout out to me on twitter and I'm assuming, Kyle, that you don't mind actually putting those on your show. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> and so, and so that, and so those, that's where they would be um, played on the show. Um, so I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I really enjoy doing those. So there you go. And I'm, I'm, and I'm trying to think of new. I'm trying to think of new ways of how to sing a birthday song to, you know, each one of these um, listeners, and so. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of offering that up as something I will do for your listeners. Awesome. What's great for me is that I get to hear Bradley's raw files and it's an unending clip of different takes on happy birthday to X. And I, it's just like a three minute yeah. clip of different versions of happy birthday. It is heaven for me to listen to these things. Oh, it's you, amazing. You want to talk about heaven? I got about 10 minutes of Rob Wade going, oh my no! <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Yes, and uh, oh, uh, disgusted. <laughs> so, believe me, I know what you mean. Like, and that's that's part of the. I think the whole part of the charm of the roundtable here is is Bradley. You you this is you're getting to see the behind the scenes stuff, right? And that and that's what it's all about. Like we there's there's a lot on the on the editing floor, and some of it ends up in a file somewhere, and you know, never to see the light today. But you know, it's it's there. But anyway, you can find myself at Robert M.M. Cast and check out all the stuff I do there. Also on YouTube, I don't have a video out recently, but I got three parts out already. I am part of the Astromech Build Club for Star Wars, and I am currently building a Astromech droid. I'm doing a, an R2-D2, best I can. And that's uh, that YouTube series isn't a tutorial in any way. It's not a, this is how you do it. You're not going to see me watch there polishing the dome for half an hour. Oh my. Or anything like that. You're not there gonna, you go. Yeah, it is. So <laughs> it's it's just basically an update on, hey, this is how far I've come. This is how I got here. And uh, watch out for the next one. So, But uh, other than that, until next time, this has been The Roundtable. Thank you very much, Kyle, Bradley. It's super appreciated. And if you want to be on this particular program just uh send me a message and we'll we'll try to hook you up in the future and get you on so you can talk star wars so until next time later